I'm here today uh, at Fork River in London, um, and I'm really excited to be doing a podcast about the beer scene in London. And I'm really thankful to be joined by Ben Johnson, uh, beer writer. Hi. Uh, Dave Reed, Fork River. How's it going? And Gavin Anderson of Anderson Craft Ales. Hello. Thanks, guys, for taking the time to chat today. Um, I thought I'd first start by just, instead of talking about you guys, letting you guys talk about yourselves for a second. So do you want to just all introduce yourself, and what, yourself and what yeah, you do? It's my favorite thing to do. In, uh, I brought in, some in notes. Beer. I brought <laughs> you got a <laughs> note cards. I do have notes, and notice. Hello, London. Hello, London. Yeah. Yeah. London notebook. Oh, the other my, London. For my London Second podcast. Best so the other best London. London. Second best London. Um, <laughs> Not first. Called it. Yep. Uh, so, Ben, how would you oh, start? <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell, me, start? Tell me about yourself. Okay. I am a beer writer. I have a website called Ben's Beer Blog, and I've been writing about beer for about seven years now. Started out writing about beer for BlogTO in Toronto, started my own website, and that kind of took off, and I've done some freelance stuff for a handful of publications. I moved back to London, where I'm from, three years ago. And I drink a lot of beer made by these two gentlemen now. Great. Speaking of that, let's hear about you yeah, guys. Dave Reed, uh, one of the owners, founders, Fork River. Uh, I guess I started, I worked overseas for a while and uh, found a taste for actual real beer back in the you know, late 90s kind of thing, early 2000s, before there was uh, a big scene here. So, um, yeah, I started home brewing and then decided to... Uh, get out of my career and ruin a good hobby by opening a brewery so, and uh, we've been open just about five and a half years now uh, before we opened it was about 15 years since there was an operating craft brewery in london the glatt brothers and uh since then yeah back like 93 to 98 right when i was in university yeah. and uh yeah now there's uh breweries everywhere yeah. so it's great gavin yeah my name is gavin i'm the I guess president of Anderson Craft Ales. We're a family-owned and partially family-operated brewery. Uh, we've been open just over two years now, and it's—I mean, I won't repeat everything Dave said, but other than the foreign travel, it's pretty much the same story. That uh, just love home brewing, and and uh, now turned into professional brewing, which I did for like a year. Now I just do paperwork. Um, yeah, so yeah. it kind of sucks all the fun out of it. But at least you still get to drink a lot, which is nice. That's true. <laughs> awesome. Um, so I want to just, I don't know where to begin, because I don't want to go too far in the past just yet, but I'd love to just get your guys' sense of what the beer scene is like today. So Dave, you sort of touched upon that you were the first one. I want to talk about that in a bit. But I just want to get your sense of what it's like now, because like I, you know, I sort of Googled London beer and mm. there was a brewery that just opened a day or mm. this week there's breweries I'd never actually heard of before mm. you guys I've, I've known for a few years now but like maybe Ben like just because you're you're you know you've, you're a Londoner but you come back and you sort of track the scene in your writing what's like what is it what's London what's London like today it's uh well a lot of London is up and coming, we like to say, but I think the beer scene is, it's, it's been a slow go. Like, I, there's no explosion of craft beer in London. I think more than a lot of other places, this is like a big beer town. It's literally Labatt's town. So it's, yeah. a, it's an uphill battle, especially when you talk to like licensees, like to walk in the door and try to sell craft beer to a restaurant and bar owner that literally like Labatt's is ingrained in their business model. It's, it's a hard sell. So without like knowing you have that source of income, Opening a craft brewery in London, I would say, is pretty daunting. I mean, these mm -hmm. guys did it. 
but it's it's an uphill battle. People are pretty ingrained. It's also kind of like a you know small C conservative, very conservative. Place. Yeah. So craft yeah. beer is kind of like, I mean, not really, but it's adventurous and yeah. there's, like there's not a ton of like experimental restaurants here. It's it's mm-hmm. like yeah, it's, like so you, you guys have been around now for a bunch of years, day five and a half. Like, has it like was the adoption or sort of the enthusiasm of the community quick or has it been building I mean, there, there was a quick uh from the people who got it kind of thing yeah. there, was, there was a small group of restaurateurs and bar owners that kind of that got it and were were already kind of pushing the good fight like milos and yeah. uh the scary thing like planning the brewery kind of thing and and uh chancy smith is shutting down kind of eric ambrinas is closing down right oh my god that's our like number one customer and he's shutting down kind of thing <laughs> luckily a few months later he reopened and it's been uh, awesome ever since with with Milos's place but definitely as it has been said there's a it's a very conservative market there is Labatt's kind of ingrained in here mm-hmm. um but there, there's a growing slowly growing community of people that kind of they want to buy from somebody local like that uh, like you know family local establishments like Anderson or ourselves yeah. and uh, you know the bar scene is it's slowly creeping but we, we run into it you know you know I'd, I'd hate to say you know almost weekly kind of thing where places are you know we're this way or we're that way and uh, you know it is a it is an uphill battle so mm-hmm. this way and that way was Labatt this way and that way is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's between the lines <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean that that happens. So and, and we're like, you know, that's not our battle. We're not going to pick that battle. That's not the game we're playing. Yeah. So we want to form tight relationship with restaurants and bars that that uh, get what we're all doing here. So yeah, yeah. nice. Um, Gavin, what's it been like for you the last couple of years? Um, I mean, I think yeah. Again, these guys covered it pretty well. And huge, huge credit to Dave and the guys at Forked for kind of paving the way. And because uh, I mean, the biggest battle is uh, just kind of awareness getting people to try craft beer, introduce them to it. And so we st- I mean, we're, we're only two years old, so we're kind of three years behind these guys, but uh, you still see people who come in who've never tried to craft beer, and they just don't yeah. know where to start. Um, I mean, I don't know how many of our customers, the first thing they say is, like, what's closest to a Coors Light? So it's, I only drink lager. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a yeast. Yeah, so there's <laughs> definitely, I mean, there's a percentage <laughs> of the population that's well-educated, but there's also a much bigger percentage, I think, that is trying to get into it, but mm-hmm. uh, just don't know where to start, really. Yeah. Um, I want to ask about sort of the beer styles that, that you guys brew. Um, it's funny, like, I'm coming from Toronto, and sometimes I get a little, it's almost like I get barrel fatigue. Like, there's just so much extreme stuff. Oh, poor um, you. Well, the thing is, here's Our the thing. Life. And I know it's not, it's just sometimes it's like, I just like, and this is going to make me sound like an old man, but it's like, I kind of just like nice drinking beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's why I often, not to, you know, shout out my beer friends, but like I go to Great Lakes a lot because I just get their IPAs. They're just You're nice. You're going to get a solid beer. And the thing is, when I came, last time I was I visited, visited London I went I was with Anderson I went to Anderson and I was like hey it's cream ale there's just nice (laughs) beers that I can enjoy like is that sort of is that the kind of thing that 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 you're doing Gavin as a response to the market or is it type of beers that you like or is it just like the the town's not city's not ready for like extreme stuff no I think our like our our 
not really policy, but just our general idea when we're thinking about beers is that we brew stuff that we want to drink. Yeah. Like when we opened, we had uh, we had very few in packages, so it was mostly growlers we would sell, and so it was mostly like, would I drink a growler of this? And for a lot of stuff, like, uh, I mean, a double IPA, I probably wouldn't drink a growler of it, but a regular IPA, I would. A yeah. cream ale, I would. Some lagers, I would. So You guys open with four, I feel like, right? Yeah. Cream ale, mm-hmm. brown, uh, IPA. Amber wow. and uh, IPA, yeah. 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 yeah, so it's, yeah, I mean, we every time we make a beer, we just kind of see, ask if anyone, is there anything cool they want to try, any beer styles that we haven't done, and everybody kind of gets a vote, but I ultimately get to pick, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we just go for, and now we can do more experimental stuff now that we have more, uh, uh, more places to send the beer out to. But yeah, mostly just stuff I want to drink. I feel like your pre-mail has been like a part of your success commercially, like in London. Yeah, that's I think not so a scary too. Well, beer. the the no, pre-mail yeah. and the IPA are pretty much tied for for uh, how much we make of each one. I think, but it's mm-hmm. I mean it's hugely different markets like, between the two. We always kind of joke you need a gateway craft beer in the city kind yeah. of thing because yeah. there's people who are like I drink. I like IPA. I drink Keith's. You're like, well, okay, try this. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you have the cream that, ale, yeah. or like we have our blonde ale we've done from the beginning, and it's yeah. always been our most popular yeah. beer because it's the most, uh, you know, it kind of, you know, just they're all they're both solid beers. They appeal they appeal to the market, and they can bring people in to say, all right, I'm not afraid to try another Fork River, try yeah. something, try another Anderson product. Yeah, or it's like Cass was saying too. Sometimes you just kind of get palate fatigue. Like I'm all hopped out. I just want to crush yeah. something. Yeah. I drink a lot of mountain lager from Sidelines these days. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Find yeah. it fresh in the LCBO. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, is, so is London's beer scene, like, is it a lot of, I mean, you mentioned the bars. Like, is it a lot of craft on-premise? Because it doesn't, that doesn't seem to me that there's a lot of craft beer bars. No. For a city? Not for the size, size of the city, yeah. Like, yeah. I know there's Milos, mm-hmm. who was going to be on the podcast until he got invited to the Czech Republic. Lucky him. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you seeing like, Dave? You've been around for five and a half years. Ben, you're from London. You're back. Like, doesn't strike me that there's bars opening at the same kind of rate that no. there's breweries opening. No, no. it's definitely that's well. Not. There's tons and tons of bars. There's tons. Yeah, of bars, there's a lot. But yeah. they're for students. They're the same right. bars that I was going to when I was like 18, to be honest. Like Joe 18, Cools 19. and this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, Cools is its own thing. Cools is <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like my dad and Joe Cools. It's never yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. But like, there's like a strip that will just always have business because they're students so there's no real motivation like why would you spend money on their stuff when you could they're gonna still shitty logger whatever and get students will line up to get shit faced yeah. like mm-hmm. there's no motivation right so there is like a, i feel like there's a growing like sort of demographic of people that stick around after university or like grad students and mm-hmm. there, there is like a not a lot of places for them to go drink so i feel like the, yeah. if someone were to come here and do like upscale bar it could work, but it's like it's those like Tuesdays, Wednesdays in London. Like, if you own a restaurant or bar on like Tuesday or Wednesday, it's, it's mm-hmm. really tough. Like, yeah. it, there's not a lot going on. Like, it's not it's not Toronto. We don't have the population, and like going out isn't really like ingrained here. Yeah, I think another issue is that we drive everywhere, yeah. so yeah. we're not going out getting drunk during yeah. the week. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. You don't it's a car town. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we actually just I had that conversation with the people I was with yesterday because we had this reservation for dinner. And it was near the highway. And, of course, nobody wanted to drive. We were already drinking. So we're like, well, I guess we'll just go to whatever's right next to us. And so we ended up at a... 
Don't fairly, give them a plug. Fairly, don't give them a plug. Fairly uh, <laughs> generic bar, let's yeah. put it that way, drinking generic beer, um, yeah. unfortunately. So hopefully we'll change yeah. that But it seems, I mean, London's got a handful of craft beer bars, I would say. There Not are, many. There's a but few restaurants mostly, that kind of get yeah, it, too. It's mostly yeah. restaurants yeah. and things that are like, well, we have six taps and we have one to play around. Yeah. And yeah. That's, there's a lot of that. There's a there's, little bit of like franchises kind of dabbling in it and then yeah. they kind of get scared kind of thing. Um, there's, I mean... It's like the Jack Astors here had a boat. There's two locations. Yeah, just two. Three. 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 Yeah. Okay. But they have like you know like a bar manager who wants to get some stuff on, and all of a sudden you've got like a handful of like Black Swan from Stratford is like yeah. the Mason Oh yeah, Bill. the North one's great. I mean they Mason switched Bill. up like to basically they double their taps, and then half of them were craft or local, and yeah. and then there's through their like, push for management to okay we got to scale that back a bit. Kind yeah, of thing, so. I, I was actually there last night because it's my son's favorite restaurant. Because mm-hmm. when you have a five year old, you go to yeah. franchise restaurants. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but. There's definitely, like, I feel like there's big, you know, faux craft creep happening there. Like, the craft menu has, like, Goose Islands on there. And, like, Sapporo was listed on their craft menu. Like, mm-hmm. it's not... There's yeah, the craft. stretch. Yeah, yeah. 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 stretch. Yeah. <laughs> to be polite. Yeah. Probably made in Guelph. I mean, it is. <laughs> Ontario. Okay. Yeah, but it's tough. It is yeah. tough. Like, if you're a beer snob, London's pretty, like, it's like a desert. Like, yeah. you got to find your spots and know your, you know, your nights to go out and stuff. Yeah. But, it's reassuring. Like you get people come in and they like just get. They're like, "Oh, I want. I'm so excited. You made this beer, kind of thing." I go, like, oh, "That's awesome." But yeah, I mean, that's that's the you know we need more of that. Kind it's of kind thing. of awesome for you guys. I mean, the su- the supply is like the d- the su- the demand is high and the mm-hmm. supply is low, right? Like people don't have yeah. a lot of options well, for craft beer. I mean, it's a testament to what you guys have been doing because I. I mean, I'll be honest. Like I I've grown. I lived in Ontario. I've lived in Ontario my entire life never visited London until I was an adult like I had no and I was a beer fan but I had no reason to come here yeah. and it wasn't until really I started to see breweries popping up and I was like okay like, cause maybe now maybe now, <laughs> now, oh, now, now there's a good enough reason that's no knock I mean the same thing with Windsor like I never visited yeah. Windsor until I think London like they're saying it's a big university college yeah. town and you see there's a lot of um, you know education here and then people leave Kind of thing, yeah. and when you go to Toronto, there are other places. You know, oh yeah, I, you know, I went to Western or I went to university there, and then I left. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're really trying to push, like, but give people a reason to either. Well, stay there's kind of like a tech boom and come going back. on. There is yeah, a tech there's boom. Like five so. or six different. Uh, yeah, I think the city's pushing to try to get people to either yeah. stay or come back. But, Fanshawe people, but then there needs around. to be a reason. There is a, there is a demographic that comes to Western, mm-hmm. gets their education, and goes back. Yeah. And it's kind of annoying, like, I'm kind of down in the, like, downtown scene right now, because people kind of treat it as, like, their playground for four years, and then they fuck off back to the 905, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like this is our, <laughs> this is our city, but Western students, they're not, they're not sticking around, so they're not really, I don't know, maybe I'm talking too much trash, but they're not as invested, <laughs> they're not invested, like, they don't want to support local business, they're here to party for four years and go yeah. back to wherever. But, like, luckily now, there are some things... We're we going to stay. Yeah, yeah, we, we have run. stuff here, and we still run it. Like all three owners, Steve, Andrew, and I, were all Western grads. Yeah, right. we all yeah. went to university here. I grew up in the city. Uh, they've you know done their education here. I went to Western, and uh, you know there's still a push. You know, you still sometimes get a little bit of pushback, even from the universities, kind of thing. On, and it's getting better, mm. but uh, that you know getting product into there, kind of thing. It's yeah. like, you know, we spent a lot of time there. Yeah. Um, but so uh, do you do a lot of uh, is, is a lot of your sales done to about the confidential? Like, is it like 
mostly here? Do you have like LU and LCBOs? Locally? We're pretty pretty even split. Yeah. I mean, we are in LCBOs in okay. the province, primarily within a you know tight radius of London kind of thing. Yeah. But we do we do sell stuff up into you know Toronto, even uh, you know, a few accounts Kingston up into Ottawa kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but again, we're kind of you know the further you distribute, the tougher it is to keep a hold of your product. So it's yeah. people we have good relationships with and trust that they're going to present our product properly. Yeah. Um, we do distribute you know like I said LCBO. A little bit of beer store in the city just to kind of get to kind of target sure. people kind of thing but yeah. uh, we're fairly even split between what kind of goes out the door here versus LCBO grocery beer store and licensees we're not heavily weighted one to the other kind yeah. of thing um, yeah but I, uh, I feel like you're again when you say you're more licensee like I feel like I see no we're stuff both like 30 30 30 I think yeah. like 30 tap room and 30 LCBO 30 licensees I would say yeah it's both the I same. find your stuff in surprising places yeah like, I like I to do a little yeah. like dirty dive bar crawls not bars but like restaurants around like Trafalgar and Dundas East and oh get, yeah like, like you know the weird places that have like yeah. weird tacos and, and I would see like a little Anderson tent car and I'm like sweet like, yeah well <laughs> places like friends. that it's no risk to take a case of cans yeah. it's yeah, like yeah. 40 or 50 bucks and, and yeah. I mean one case if yep. they sell it we'll great sell if they case, don't yeah. I mean yeah. I'll it's go okay and drink too. it so. <laughs> I was in, well, the last time I was it was in True Taco yeah. Which is closed now. Yeah. I was like, Damn, this spot's awesome. Yeah, I like Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had our cans there for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only draft they had was Flying Monkeys, I think. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, find their draft is a lot of places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> also <laughs> interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm curious about, like, you know, what, like, when it comes to, like, beer influences, I guess, for lack of a better term. Like, I know, Ben, you're a fan of Tigers, and I always forget that probably just probably closer to Detroit yeah than Toronto mm-hmm. well, but it's about it's even, about even. like almost like door to door for like the Rogers Center to Comerica is equal to my door yeah but I've actually done the math that's yeah. crazy so like would you say that a place like Detroit their scene kind of influences what you guys are doing or is it more like Ontario I, I worked down in Detroit like? for like five six years kind of thing after I you know, oh, yeah. moved back from I was working in England and uh, we had a plant in Italy. That's again, like I was saying, we, we kind of, suddenly there's more than like Kokanee and Wildcat yeah. out there. And uh, and then I was working down there, and it's like, wow, there's a lot of like this IPA stuff is crazy kind of thing. Or you know, around 2000, 2001 kind of thing. So um, yeah, I mean, I think you see a little bit of that influence, and yeah. I mean, it's definitely it's influenced some of our beers that we like. Kind of Gavin said, we brew the beers kind of in general. We want to brew and make and hopefully resonates with customers and ultimately has to sell so um so we do some of those things but um yeah i think there's definitely some influence out of michigan but it's mm-hmm. it's business to business kind yeah. of thing it varies so well one of the there he's another beer guy we're not really talking about mike smith who's like a restaurant guy and now a beer guy too like he, i feel like he got into beer because of Michigan too. Because yeah. he, I think he owns a restaurant in Michigan. He had as Joe well. Cools down with like just uh, across the street from our sales office. Really? And uh, yeah, in uh, not Sterling Heights, in um, uh, in a suburb of Detroit, yeah. kind of thing, Royal Oak area, kind of thing. So yeah, Joe Cools yeah. was like he the, sold that. Was off, a Detroit yeah. Tigers bar. Like there was a Detroit bar. Oh yeah, okay. And back in the '90s, when there was a Toronto Detroit baseball rivalry, that was kind of like the spot where the Tigers fans hung out. Like my dad and Smith and their right. friends that was a Detroit place and so there was a lot of trips to Detroit I feel like that kind of like maybe leaked into our like bar scene a little bit like I know I, I would almost guarantee that Smith decided to open Toboggan because he saw what was happening in places like Michigan sure, and yeah. craft beer. 
Like he's a smart business guy. And he's like mm-hmm. craft beers doing stuff. I gotta get on. Yeah, get on I think that, it's yeah. more indirect influence like that. Like you yeah. see trends with styles and things, but like specific beers, just the challenges of importing, exporting, and the mm-hmm. LCBO stranglehold. Like it's hard to. Unless you go down there, it's hard to see beers to made mm-hmm. yeah. in Michigan yeah. here. Yeah. It's only been like the last year or something. Yeah. You'd see like uh, 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 Jolly Pumpkin yeah. and Jolly, stuff like yeah, uh, no, very sporadically it's very rare. pop up. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, you don't see a ton of that in like coming up here. So but, this beer is nice, by the way. Thank you. It definitely Which, got better as it warmed up. Which yeah, one is this? Uh, that's our Hansel and Brettel. So it's kind of a I would joke kind of gateway uh, sour. It's a far, white wine barrel aged farmhouse sour so very light approachable a yeah, little bit tartness a little acidity go for it yeah just crack those go. open so uh, ben had our uh, whining peasant so it's her rye saison red wine barrels and that one was on some merlot must okay. so kind of we're trying to bridge and bring some of those the wine just you know there's a lot of there's an upper echelon of londoners who uh they buy a lot of very upper expensive of, they buy, like the crust the <laughs> wine guys kind yeah. of thing so let's bring them into let's bring them into the fold kind of thing and kind of like blur the lines a little bit with some of these and what's common in toronto you know is fairly new to a lot of people in london so i still uh, hear like i'll go to like a dinner party and i have friends that are like beer people and wine people i'll bring like funky beers and weird beers and they're like, this is really good. Mm-hmm. But it's not beer. I'm like, yeah, it's beer. Like, <laughs> it's weird, because in their mind, beer tastes like Yeah, beer should Peroni. taste like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Stella. Yeah. So. I know. Like, I, you know, even at a place, this place I was at yesterday, and I don't fault servers, because not everybody... Oh, I do. No, not everybody, <laughs> not everybody knows beer. But uh, there was, it was a place that had two local beers. One was yours. That's what it is. They said it was a lager. There was another one. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh. yeah. and uh, then there was another one from. Uh, Drinking all that Ben or? Oh, there's a six pack. Uh, it was a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was a, it was powerhouse, and I was like, what is it? And they're like, it's an APA, or it could be an IPA. I'm not sure. And I was just like, ah, you know, it's sort of like, again, again, it's like not. You know, I don't want to fault individual people, but it sort of feels like, like, like there's still a ways to go before. Mm-hmm. There's a long, uh, servers are like, I feel like it. the last of the line. Like, yeah. you go to places like Milos where everyone is in currently taking their training for like Cicerone or, yeah. but most restaurants like they have like a list yeah, and they, they just know. read the list. This is my craft. Yeah. Well, this is our dark beer. This is yeah. our light beer kind of thing. Well, so, actually, yeah. there's a funny instance where we were both in a franchise restaurant. We had we were seated at booths back to back with our families. I was, oh, yeah. <laughs> took my son out for dinner and I heard him ask the server like, what craft beers do you have? And Anderson was there yeah. and she like read the whole oh, list. No. He's like, anything Anymore? else? Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> I, I turned around Continue. like, she got there eventually. <laughs> yeah. No, I do always like to do that even I mean you, you, yeah just for a giggle I do that too time. I like, I've that. been some places where you ask something and they're like they'll, they'll kind of mash two of your beers together and be like, oh it's like a hoppy Anderson uh, River fest. Yeah. Yeah. Anderson <laughs> River close but that's, wow. a, that's like that's the a last. Collab. That's a collab. Yeah. There's, there's, there's yeah. a collab. Yeah, yeah actually, that's. I was. I wanted to ask about that. Do you guys? Are there a lot of collabs that happen? Like, is the community of the the brewer community here? Is it tight? Like, you guys all sort of. We haven't done enough of that. Definitely, no, we've been talking about it for a long time. Yeah. But maybe we help each other. I like. Yeah. You know, yeah. Gavin, call. I've got this, or I need that, or can I help that. And like, we call it. We need something, or you know, sure, help each other. Out. Gavin just mentioned that he got a call on 
there's a new brewery that opened this week mm. and on their first day they needed something and yeah so, well, exactly yeah, yeah. yeah so i mean i definitely it's i think collaborative as we can be help each other out yeah it is pretty so. handy if you're short a couple kilos or something yeah. you would like someone in town will have I mean, yeah. until until anderson opened up i mean it's like we needed yeast or something it's like all right well where are we yeah. driving to yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? i mean okay. what was it like for you for those years where i mean it's crazy to think that there was no breweries since flat and i remember yeah. those guys oh, exactly back yeah. in and the they, were day. Doing, they were doing some like barley wine and well, Polish and i remember like chili beer that everybody talks chili about. beer which yeah. is way too hot it was way too <laughs> hot yeah but. well i remember somebody i might have been you bet somebody tweeted out their like what they made back then mm-hmm. like their lineup and it's incredible it would, it would fit in at. today yeah you know <laughs> Like, I, I don't know how good it was. I don't yeah. know how good it was. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, palettes have evolved since yeah. then. Well, but, you know what? Yeah. Back then, we had no comparators. No. Right? We didn't know what and it was, a, was good or what was bad because we had nothing else to They ended up to. having to export into Michigan because there was no market here. Like, you couldn't yeah. get shelves at LCBOs and who was going oh, yeah. to a brewery to buy beer in 93. I mean, who was around? Yeah. You probably had, like, Brick and Waterloo and... Uh, Wellington, Great Lakes. We just, we, you I know, mean, back in those days, we just went to Upper Canada. Yeah. I joked, like, we would go for tours and so we would stay tasty. until they would kick us out. Because yeah. it was the only thing that we could, only thing we could find. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, what was it like for those sort of, those years where you were the only thing in town? I mean, you managed your inventory pretty well and made sure you didn't run out of malts and stuff. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, we were kind of, we were growing with the market too so we weren't doing like this year we've done like 50 one-off beers um you know basically every week kind of a very small batch of something that we released to test the markets and stuff we sure sure as hell weren't doing that back then um you know it was fairly routine schedules let's get accounts let's get out there we got into the lcbo before things really started to blow up there with people trying to get listings so um, that was helpful but yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think where we would, we're uh, block three opened up about the same time frame. So we definitely, there was, we had some, they helped us Couple, out with some yeah. yeast and stuff. They're not yeah. too far, they're like an hour away. They're good guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was you, you, know, you had friends close, close, that would be the closest by. But, yeah. But uh, yeah, you managed, so. Yeah. Well, I want it's to. definitely better having good friends around. Well, for so. sure. Well, and you know, I, uh, I want to use, like I wanted to use this pod to make sure that people were aware of what was going on here and you guys mm-hmm. so they come visit so um you talked about a couple of your beers gavin do you want to just talk about some of your beers because i think a lot of people don't know yeah what you, sure like some of your flag flagships some of the specialties i mean you've got a brew right yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean you just want to sort of talk a little bit about what what you make no problem yeah we i mean we briefly mentioned it before but we've got our uh, ipa and a cream ale that we make are are probably our two most popular and so those ones have been in the lcbo for about a year year and a bit maybe um and then we do uh we, we i think we usually have eight or nine at the brewery different different beers we do a seasonal changes every three months um to try and match the season and then uh we have rotating beers we we don't do fifty in a year, but uh, it was a, it was an experiment. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. so uh, test. the market. Yeah. 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 yeah, we try and have one every three to four weeks, I think, when, yeah. when we can. But it's uh, sometimes we just kind of don't have time and see what we can well, fit in. But but yeah, like this brewed IPA, we just cracked as a new one. We did. Uh, I think we just tapped it two weeks ago. Maybe it's pretty yeah. new. Maybe mm-hmm. three. But. Well, and I uh, you haven't mentioned it, but I will. But your space is wonderful. Oh, and it's mm-hmm. such an awesome location. You, and for those that haven't been, it's 
you've got your tap room, but then you've got this huge back area, and you've got a this almost like a patio that overlooks the inside of the brewery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mezzanine, yeah. right? Yes. Um, that sounds so crazy. that's what the yeah. that's what the upper crust of London. Is. <laughs> uh, All four of us. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, great great space, and uh, I think there's another brewery just around the corner from you too. Yeah, there's mistaken. the uh, uh, I want to say Brewing Co-op, London Brewing. Yeah. London Brewing. London Brewing. Brewing. Change the name. Yeah. yeah, they don't. It's okay. just stuck in my head though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have I a boss or something? <laughs> I don't know how that works. Uh, yeah, but they're, I mean, literally across the street. So yeah. it's like a hundred meter walk. And, and there's then, Uber here now, so you can mm-hmm. get around yeah, pretty yeah. easily. So. <laughs> so yeah. Uber, Uber. We got electricity we got here, man. <laughs> well, I don't know if Uber was here last time. Well, I just went Uber to Vancouver. Was Uber was There's yeah. no Ubers in Vancouver. So <coughs> Uber is better Vancouver. than Vancouver. Yeah. So yeah. we're ahead of them. They all have supercars that they drive around. I was in Vancouver in the summer, and I had to take transit to get from bar to oh. bar here at least, you know, at least you got Uber at least we, we got Uber, Uber. Yeah. we also have we checker don't have limo yeah. I'm going to plug checker limo yeah. if you're in London Ontario <laughs> it's like Uber they have an app that's just as good as Uber but it's like a Lincoln Town car and a driver in a suit yeah, it's, it's a little yeah. more expensive okay. but it's not mm-hmm. some student in his mom's Camry uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, Dave you mentioned that you were a homebrewer I think Gavin you were too yeah. is there a big still a big scene There's a good sized community here. yeah i mean they meet monthly they actually yeah. rotate now we hosted them that was the kind of thing like when when we were home like when steve andrew and i were homebrewing that's kind of how we met yeah. basically like no joke it was there was a group called the sobs the southern ontario brewers out of toronto yeah and they did I've grain bu- they did grain buys at amsterdam and i just put a message out on the forum there i'm going to toronto does anybody need their grain mule back and that's how i met steve and andrew that I loaded like 20 bags of grain in my car and drove home from Toronto. Um, and, uh, you know, there was never really, it was tough in London for homebrewers because there wasn't a lot of them. There wasn't really a great place for them to meet or a group. And then the yeah. London Homebrew Guild came together and we're like, yeah, if you guys want to meet in our space, because it's difficult to, to find a space where people can meet and drink their drink yeah. their own beer. Yeah, for sure. um, so we definitely uh, you know, tried to help those guys as much as we could and as a part of them. Now they rotate through some of the other breweries in London, which is cool. Kind of mm-hmm. share the wealth. And, that's but and that's where London. I would say that's more than anywhere else. That's where London's brewers are coming from. Yeah, like yeah. John Jenkinson, who's the brewer at Folly now, is in the London. Justin Stormstage, Justin and, and uh, Michael from. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And yeah. um, the guys Dundas, are co-owners of just uh, Stormstage, just opened and Dundas. Yeah, it's all come out. Most that come out of the London homebrews. Yeah, I feel like it's them and like Milos. Like those are where things started. And like I would feel, I feel like most of the breweries that have launched in and around London were probably conceived of at like at a table in a restaurant that Milos yeah. was well, involved we, in. Well, we yeah, we uh, like on their opening night, uh, Steve and I were chatting with Adele, and we're like, hey, we're we're opening, we're planning, we're in the middle stages of planning a brewery to open in London. And we're like, well, whenever when you're ready, we're you're ready, and we'll, we'll bring your beer in. And it was literally like to the day from that a year later. Uh, we rolled our first keg into mm-hmm. Milo. She was our first customer. Um, and has been a customer ever since. So, but yeah, it was. I guess hey, yeah. we're opening. He's not here so. to speak for himself, but mm-hmm. I guess his his influence in the scene can't be understated. Like no. it's pretty crazy. Like, yeah. like literally, I think I wrote about this once. Really. But he yeah. the first probably the first keg of craft beer, other than the Glatt Brothers, that came that was in London, was Milos because he was a bar manager and he came mm-hmm. from Czech Republic. And was like, where the fuck is the beer? <laughs> like, just, yeah. Yeah. So he started going to stuff. He, he, went, to the, and he went to the Golden yeah. Tap Awards and he said, like, Tank House was blowing everyone's minds, like, the yeah. first year you did that thing. And so he's like, I gotta get Tank House in London. So he was the he was the manager at, what the heck was it called? The place right across the street from the Oh, yeah. Um, 
Marion bad? Or no. Marion? Or oh yeah, or Chaucer's. There's connections. Chaucer's yeah. Marion bad. Yeah. So he was like the bar manager there, and he literally like called uh, the what's his face from Mill Street. Oh, Steve. So, yeah, Steve. Yeah. It was Steve, like yeah. I need a keg, and he drove up, bought a keg of Tank House, drove it back, and people were like, "What is this?" And it was like yeah. mind blowing. <laughs> it was like the, probably the first keg of craft beer other than Glatt Brothers in yeah. London, and oh, then and it probably was the first craft craft beer in, for years right because oh, yeah. they closed oh, yeah. right and then yeah. there was nothing so then he had a restaurant and uh <coughs> he was a manager at smith's restaurant and it, it got shut down and he's like well i have to keep doing what i'm doing mm-hmm. and had a lease on another place within like three weeks and took like all his like loyal staff and opened milosh yeah yeah yeah. I mean, he, yeah he was driving around the province pick, picking up kegs bringing them back and serving them like you yeah. know, nobody would deliver them you know, people weren't delivering to london kind of thing because Nobody was buying, so yeah. he went and got it. He took it on himself to go get I it. I will say my favorite thing is like he's not just a blind homer. Like he's like when you guys are open, you're like yes, your beer's gonna be on. I'm sure he's very like he's very supportive of Anderson. But like if he doesn't like your beer, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're a contractor, <laughs> or, like yeah, there are no. brewers from London, Ontario, who are now brewing in other large, popular breweries, and they bring their beer, and he's like, I'm nah, yeah. like <laughs> I don't like it. Like it's just because you're from here doesn't mean you get to be on tap there. Well, and I think that's what makes him so good is that he's not just a promoter, but he cares about. He's an advocate. He cares. Good beer. He, yeah, yeah. He gives a shit about making yeah. sure that it's yeah, quality. He, like, and he presents it. I mean, he does. I mean, that's the scariest thing when beer leaves your brewery is yeah. are the lines clean? Are they pushing with air? I mean, there's places still pushing with air. Yes. Oh, um, so yeah, you know, and are the glasses clean? What are they doing? So. Um, you know, you you know it's presented well there, and it's and then they they know the beer, they can talk about it, and, and yeah, there's a you, trust there. Yeah, so. you can tell like the the bars and breweries that do it because they're enthusiastic and have a mm-hmm. love of beer, and the ones that are trying to kind of capitalize on a trend. It's yeah, yeah. you don't have to spend much time to be able to tell. Which no, we've is had which. places we're like, no, we're not selling you beer kind of anymore. So. Um, yeah, because it, it's going to reflect on us. Of course. They're going to say, oh, Fork River beer sucks. <laughs> yeah. It tasted like crap. And it's like, well, because they're pushing the bear or the glasses are dirty or they're sitting on stale beer. Yeah, usually it doesn't you know, fall. It doesn't fall on the bar. Most, market, people, yeah, yeah. most people don't think, oh, it's the bar's fault kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but there's, so we try to deal with, you know, as best we can, the people who are, you know, know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, Milos's place is legit world class. Like, I remember we were, a year ago I was here Ben you and I met up there and we had some drinks and like say this as a Toronto guy but it was like it wasn't just good for London it's just good <laughs> it's just damn good <laughs> like, yeah. you know like it's, it's it was a super fucking place we kind of I know big Andrew big city boy like Cass yeah, yeah. Like, city boy like me. I was like wow this well, is Andrew great. and I were joking once at Milos we're like yeah you kind of ruined it we went you know you go down to Toronto you know you have some great beers and food and you're like that's great that we, you know, in Toronto. And then we you got come, this. we got this at home. You know? yeah, I know. These are the same beers Milos has, kind of. You know, Milos is driving to pick these up. So, we're like, we're good too. We'll good. give a bunch yeah. to the yeah. food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, charcuterie like, board, top notch. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. And he came in there and kicked out all the microwaves and like, let's <laughs> yeah. make good food and serve good beer. Yeah. So, so Ben, you're, I know you're still, you're still, your dad. You got five year old, you mentioned. Still a dad. Still a dad. So far, so good. That limits. Probably till I die. I know that limits things, but, uh, uh, where are you going out nowadays? Like, what do you like in town? You know what? I only go. I only go to Milos. Like, yeah. it's, it's pathet- like when I open the Uber app, it like automatically pre Take you to Milos. <laughs> the other place I go, I like to eat at the Wolf of Wortley. Like, yeah. those, like if I'm drinking, I'm going to Milos. If I'm eating, I go to the Wolf of Wortley because I went to high school with the Wolf Brothers, mm-hmm. and they I think they have like six restaurants now, and there's not a lot of options in London for like dining. Yeah, they are. Uh, 
most I think they just have Bose stuff at at the Wolf because they played in hardcore bands with mm-hmm. their local Bose rep who's like a, also yeah. yeah that happens right? that happens yeah but the cocktails are awesome the food's really good and they have a Mexican place downtown called Lobos, Lobos, yeah. Lobos which is also you took good me there yeah. Nice. yeah yeah um, that's really all the only place like there's a place called Craft Pharmacy I was mm-hmm. telling these guys I haven't even been yet it's yeah. been open for a long time I, I don't get out much it's been about a year <laughs> like and what I do I go to Milos and now like. Yeah. I've let my wife uh, celiac, so she can't drink beer. So I'm always like, let's go to Milos. And she's like, why would I go to a beer bar? Cider? But they actually have yeah, cider, on. Oh, cider on. And she, like, we went for dinner, and she's like, this place is awesome. Like, I have to go. Don't try and go when the Knights are playing. That's, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's packed. Yeah. I just sit at the staff table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it's always space. Yeah. Just going, I know that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's a nice feel. You go in there, they know you. So, I mean, it's. I mean, yeah, it's, there's a personal relationship, I think, and yeah. and I mean they know they're good customers too. So I pop in here because yeah. this is actually on my way home from work. If I see something on Instagram, like you guys have a new thing, I didn't know you had fifty in one year. It was I feel like I wasn't yeah. in here enough wow. for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, so and my son yeah. likes Anderson. He's like, let's go to Anderson because okay. they've got like the like Jenga made of two by fours upstairs, and then they've That's got great. cornhole, so it's like a good spot. Like if I'm out and in the East End. I'd, Going there for I run a festival, and my number one goal is not only not just good beer, but keeping families happy. Well, that's a and thing. That's it's a, a, it is a family thing. thing. Like people yeah. can bring, you know, we've got you know crafts and stuff for kids. We, Adri did a craft uh, crafternoon or craft a palooza. Yeah. I forget what she nice. called it, but but it was like before, like this is great. Like you know, they can come in and you know parents can drink and London keep Brewing the kids is good for busy. That too. Like they yeah. literally, I think everyone that works there or owns that place has kids, and they're often there too, and they've got. Mm-hmm pinball and stuff too like yeah. Yeah. London's I think London's beer scene is very kid friendly yeah. which is helpful that's very yeah. helpful yeah. well we're lucky that we're because we've got the climbing gym right yeah, next door yeah. and like you, <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people come in like my kids are climbing I got 20 minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting until he's old enough yeah. to get in there I've been doing that a lot yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, I was going to ask um, oh yeah so for those that they can't visit um, around the GTA, uh, what are, where can people find your beers, both of you guys, around there to mm-hmm. seek out some good London stuff? Closer like, to, uh, closer you know, Get Well, Greater Good, yeah. Great Spots, um, Tequila Bookworm, a lot of rotational stuff through there. Um, I miss all these spots. Yeah, it's like <laughs> memories. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think where, and there's a, it's a lot of rotational stuff, yeah. so kind of. Uh, thirsty and miserable. I mean, Katie's awesome yeah. there, so yeah. I can't talk highly enough of her. And and um, where else? I was just talking to everybody this week. Yeah. I can't think of it. But um, you know, up in Ottawa, there's a few places there like uh, Lucullus Brothers yeah. Beer, yeah. Uh, Cheshire Cat. You know, those kind of those those are like the Milos's of sure. <laughs> of those those areas kind of things. So um, yeah, and craft, even down like the craft beer market. Uh, or the yeah, craft right. craft down at Adelaide and Young there they carry our right. Blondale yeah right um, yeah, yeah. you know full time kind of thing so they're a solid regular customer there certain like LCBOs in the area okay for sure the pharmacy Chris is great there so sure. he took some beer this week so. he's gonna list all his licensees yeah. I am yeah <laughs> plug 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 <laughs> so. I'll stop yeah, but yeah. Gavin is, is Thanks, your stuff down yeah. in uh, Toronto yeah we have some in Toronto I can't 
I can't remember as That's many okay, as that. Yeah. But I know that... Uh, BQM. Oh. Yeah, I think that's right. BQM, I, that sounds familiar. I kind of just see the invoices because sure. I do the, yeah, the paperwork. But yeah, yeah Dylan okay. is yeah. one. BQM is one. Uh, craft Brasserie, we've had a couple kegs in. Yep. And I think the Craft, when you were mentioning, yeah, there's been a bit there. Um, Pizzeria something or other. Pizza Libretto? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. sounds right. That's good. Yeah. How do I know? So. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same places. We might as well yeah, just drive, probably this, the same we probably should drive yeah. the same truck yeah. down or something. Yeah. You guys get to save a lot of gas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And LC, yeah. like we've, you know, LCBO rotational stuff too. So Yeah. But and you guys, uh, so. usually once a year, the Brewers Backyard mm-hmm. put you guys on the spot and hope yeah. that you guys can come it's always back a good event, this year. You got to do something here, man. Let's make it happen. Well, that's a good question. You think Brewers Backyard, that kind of thing, would work here? Well, you need like yeah. a, f- a farther away name, like Brewers Vacation Home or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like Two-hour drive away. Like, but. is there a lot of events that take place here? Like with a beer fest? Well, like there's a, Aaron Brown, who's I know yeah. there's the but Forest he's City in Toronto now, hilariously. Yeah. So oh, he's wow. a London okay. boy, and he did the Forest City Beer Festival. Yeah. So he's but he's moved to Toronto now, now, and he, he still runs. He works yeah. at Blood yeah. Brothers, or used to work oh, at Blood Brothers. Yeah, I think he's focused on But he still will run events here, like he runs like a tequila expo here. He does some pop-up bars and yeah. that. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. But I think, uh, actually, we talked about this once, but there's this really great green space in Wortley Village. I think it would be prime for a cool mm-hmm. beer festival, like the Wortley Village Beer Can I trademark that? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wortley Somebody Village Somebody put the domain name quick. Yeah. First use. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think there's a, I think there's a market. Mm-hmm. We should have more beer events in London yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. A couple of the IR beer ones have moved down, mm-hmm. but I think he's around Guelph or Cambridge somewhere. Uh, uh, like Hamilton, I yeah. was this oh, weekend, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Guelph, Kitchener, yeah. Kitchener maybe, or London. So. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple. Yeah. There's Well, there's a lot. There's a couple good ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, But as far as like a real craft-focused uh, event, there's only a handful yeah. of those. So. Okay. Maybe there's room and there's, hmm? Yeah. Let's talk offline. Let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk when this is off. Okay. Well, guys, this has been awesome chit-chatting having a beer mm-hmm. learning about london hopefully more folks can come and visit you guys and, and see the scene here and uh, enjoy Definitely. your great beer so thanks for uh taking the time to chat no anytime uh, love it. So, great thanks, thanks a lot guys. thanks guys thank you